when they in churches, they want to lay hand on somebody. Right. They want to speak in counterfeit tongues. Wow. They want to release demons. But how can you make America great again if you don't get on your face and repent? What's a just God supposed to do? If he does nothing, he is, in a sense, giving consent to the right. sin. When the government dictates what religion is, our morals will be stripped. Well, they're setting it up for you guys, the younger generation, to take the hit. They see a church that's on fire for God. Mm -hmm. That's the church that gets targeted. You're in a worship saying, praise Jesus. We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will. And strive always to speak the truth in love. We are watchmen, warriors, victors. Together, we will fight the good fight and finish strong. This is David Hebner Live. Hey everybody, David Hebner here. Welcome. It's so good to be with you. I can breathe. I'm with family and friends once again. Okay. What are we talking about? We're talking about things that, well, the church refuses to talk about. I can guarantee you what we're going to be talking about tonight is something they will not touch with the 10-foot pole. All right. Travis Scott, rapper Travis Scott, had a concert several weeks ago in Houston, Texas. Ten people lost their lives. Some people called it a accidental mishap. Some people say maybe there was something behind it. Maybe uh, there were drugs involved, alcohol. Uh, maybe it was even planned. But tonight, I'm asking God, the Holy Spirit, to present something that I believe that is so important for you to hear and to understand, for us all to understand. What does Travis Scott have to do with SRA, satanic ritual abuse? I want you to grab a pencil and paper and I want you to be with us for the next hour. But before we do, I'm so excited to announce to you, because of you, well, because of God, who's used you and a little bit of me, we have finished the first episode of Last Evangelist. It's called Legalize Jesus, the first episode. We have six episodes because you stepped up to the plate. You, you answered the call of God and my uh, calling of asking to please let's pray for this episode help fund it. You have, we only have one more scene left, but we've edited most of it. Later on the show, I'm going to play you for the first time ever, the three-minute promo on Last Evangelist. We're coming out with it the first of the year. Now, I want you to, we're, we're announcing this crowdfunding campaign to market it, folks. Now that we have it finished, basically, now we need to market it. God said, do not go to the studios. Do not go to Hollywood. Stay with my people. So, Spencer, I want you to put up lastevangelist.com. I want you guys to go to lastevangelist.com. But you will see on there uh, how to get involved. Uh, you can see uh, the amount that we're raising. As he scrolls down, he'll show you. Um, we have a video on there that tells all about it. Uh, and as you scroll down, Spencer, you'll see the various perks that people will get. Uh, you'll see the testimonies and so forth. Folks, listen, we need your help. Go to lastevangelist.com. And I want you to get involved. You can, uh, for 25 bucks, you get a special thanks screen credit. Uh, and you can see all the various perks on there. If you want to be in it, you want to be a producer, please, however God leads you to get involved with this, 
become a partner with us. You can even set up your own crowdfunding campaign for Last Evangelist. Go to lastevangelist.com or you can text the word evangelist to 41444 or go to lastevangelist.com. Get involved. Later on in the show, we're going to play you a clip of Last Evangelist. I'm really excited about this. All right. When we think of satanic ritual abuse, SRA ceremonies, uh, we think of maybe a dark place, a dark room, candles, uh, people in uh, uh, hooded outfits, uh, waving some type of knife or an instrument over a victim laying on a table. Yeah. Well, although this is true and is happening, I want to present to you tonight a practice that is and has been happening globally. An assault against you and I, because we're children of the living God, to humanity for a long time. I call this mass global ritual abuse. And although it's been around for centuries, it's only been practiced to specific nations for the most part. Now it is global. The Luciferians, the dark side, the, the underneath belly of the deep state has rolled this out. And its victim, whether you choose to believe it or not, the target is you and I. And there's only one way, one avenue, one power that can keep you and I from falling victim to this massive global occult. That's the blood of Jesus. That's Jesus Christ. I'm going to explain this in detail, but I need to dissect why and how Satanists perform their rituals. Number one, the purpose is a sacrifice. It's to feed the God of darkness. That's what these rituals are all about. Plain and simple, it's a battle for your soul eternal, for my soul eternal. Ceremonies end up many times in physical death, but not always. But always the goal is spiritual death because Satan wants our soul. Number two is the technique to brainwash, to manipulate the victim into submission so that the ceremony can be performed, uh, well, in a way that it's easy for the abuser. That's why they like children, the innocent. Number three, they introduce a new beginning, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. You said, David, I... I'm not laying across a table and I'm, you know, in a dark room with hooded people. David, you've been in Hollywood too long. Really? That's correct. You haven't. But not in the way that you think you haven't. However, globally with this new method of satanic ritual abuse, you have. You are that victim on the table. But let me back up again and tell you the moves of the Antichrist, what they're doing to prepare for this global SRA release. Number one is isolation. When you put a victim into abuse, into SRA, you, they isolate the victim. Uh, they separate the victim from his or her own environment uh, so they can perform mind control. Yeah. It's a new conditioning of the Antichrist. To sanctify, to purify for Satan... And they usher in a new behavior from this mind control. They deprogram the mind of Christ, which is you and I, what we have, and they reprogram it 
with the mind of Satan. You see, I've been doing this in Hollywood for years because I was a brain-dead Christian until I woke up and said, I'm not playing this game anymore. But it's not just R-rated movies. It goes all the way into Disney, Nickelodeon, into children's programming. Okay, separation. Sound familiar? Six feet apart, stay home, don't go out. That's number one. Number two, wearing a mask. It's so important in these ceremonies. The Satanists wear masks. Why? It symbolizes a submission to a higher power by eliminating one's own identity, and it allows a new identity through Satan. Mask. When someone wears a mask specifically over one's mouth, it's symbolic to Satan as one's inability to speak and preach the word of God. David, you're off the deep end now. You're really going too far. Well, why then, when someone wearing a mask stands in front of a room full of people wearing masks, does that someone take the mask off to speak? Because the mouth is what God uses to preach the word of God. Oh, Satan wants to cover that up. Number three is trauma, introduce fear, the fear of harm or even death. Can you say pandemic? Oh, Satan has controlled their victim through the fear of death by suggestion, wielding a knife, presenting fire, or even a disease. Oh, yeah? Virus? A false resurrection, number four, a counterfeit salvation. The enemy creates trauma. Now listen to this, folks. The enemy creates a disease so they can give you a cure, a perceived threat so they can give you or unveil a cure, an antidote, the salvation of humanity. Number five, a new beginning, a new threshold. One self dies. The old self dies. The new self steps in all through mind control. And here's the final phase, integration, a new reformation, a new one world government, new world religion. The satanic rancher, after he has given the shots to all of his cattle and branded all the cattle, he will release them back into the pasture so they can mingle with one another who have gone through isolation. They've gone through wearing masks. They've gone through the trauma and they finally got that. And they can be with one another so they can sit and justify the very reason why they yielded to the system of the Antichrist. Ah, oh, this is the new global SRA, the dark side. They perform these ceremonies. And let me tell you something it's happening and it's been happening. Last year, I covered the Super Bowl, it was a ritual of sex. And I showed in this where Jennifer Lopez, and I think it was her daughter, got up and did a satanic ritual ceremony based on sex. The Vegas shooting, I was there, I had just left. I did a show on that. I showed where he was a program multiple, how this was a ritual. It was not normal. Why did the law enforcement close the case with so many questions? And now this past week, another event. Rapper Travis Scott in Houston, Texas. People get trampled. Accident. People on drugs, maybe? I don't think so. 
Tonight, we're going to talk about that. Matter of fact, we are talking about that. I want to go to my guest, Ms. Dana Ashley. Ms. Dana, are you there? Yes. Hi, David. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. Dana, you have been investigating this. You've come up with some amazing, remarkable evidence that incriminates the dark side. And I can't wait to get into it. So first of all, let's talk about this Travis Scott uh, concert where 10 people were trampled to death. Do you believe this was a, a act of Satan, a, a satanic ritual ceremony of sorts? Well, I would prefer to let the evidence speak for itself. I think that um, part of the problem and the reason why I was led to come out and talk about this is when someone comes out and yells, oh, satanic, satanic, um, right now there are already fact checkers on Google saying, of course, this was not that. You have TikTok uh, banning all videos that discuss that as a possibility. I, I wonder why all the censorship? How about we just look at the evidence? And um, But the problem with that is you actually have to know how ancient these rituals are. You have to be able to look at the symbolism and to be able to decipher it. And that takes time. You know, and yeah, okay. people don't make that kind of time for it. But well, you're absolutely right. Yeah, well, let's get into that. And I'm glad you didn't hit the nail on the head because we'll let the Holy Spirit do that. Okay. So let's talk about what happened there. There were 10 people trampled. Travis Scott was doing music. Um, he was told to stop. He didn't stop. He continued on. And you had victim after victim. Why do you think this happened? What do you think was going on? Well, I love that in your intro, it's a very great intro about what we're facing in the world right now and as it pertains to Satanism as well. So thank you for that. But Welcome. what I find very interesting about this particular event and why I think I was led to talk about it is because we have seen many mass rituals that had to do with these cults that had to do with these. Um, they're trying to amass power for the dark side. You're right. But this was the first time that we're seeing blood on the stage if you know what i mean and no. so the 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 silver lining the the scripture that comes to mind in genesis 50 20 when uh joseph said you intended to harm me but god intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done the saving of many lives he forgave his brothers for throwing him in the pit and selling him into slavery because he knew god would use it for good and my what good did he use it for right and so the beauty that I'm seeing with this event, fact checkers can yap, yap all they want, but the, there were kids who were there and the spirit of God showed them the truth of what they were taking part in. Unlike wow. the NFL halftime, you know, all this stuff, they, yeah. they saw it, they felt it. And I want to say, you know, the news is saying everyone was trampled. But there's evidence that it wasn't only that. Wait a minute. Hold it. You're saying there's evidence that it wasn't only people trampled? What, what else have, were, was happening to people? Well, anytime you see a big event like this, you want to look at the early reports of what is disclosed. And the early reports, Houston police admitted, and I, I have a video of that. I'll be sharing it on my video that I'm releasing on this um, tomorrow. Um, the police officers admitted that there were at least in the early stages, 11 heart attacks going on. Wow. Wow. And, yeah. That's the thing is that um, people don't, uh, 
think much of it. Oh, well, yeah, it was very stressful and these people are having heart attacks. No, there have been other mass um, events where people were, you know, squished in, in because of too many people coming in at one time. They didn't die of heart attacks. Um, there's this asphyxia. It's, it's a specific thing that happens. And so maybe when we go on the uh, underground, as you say, we can get a little more into that because we can't talk about that on here. But Yes, we will. As a matter of fact, uh, what Dana's talking about is eight o'clock. As you guys know, we unplug and we go underground and we're going to say things that we that we have to refrain from at this point. But so if you haven't signed up to davidhevener.tv, go there and sign up now. Dana, you mentioned blood on the stage. I don't want to I don't want to jump the gun here, but what where wh where'd the blood come from and where was the blood on this stage? Well, let's just take a look at the marketing materials of the show itself. Right. Okay. So I believe you have a picture of one of the posters that was talking about this event. Um, so basically, it was a picture of a lot of eyeballs. And I mean, most people know uh, the one eye, uh, eye of providence uh, symbology that you see on the top of the dollar bill and all this kind of thing. Right. So that was all over the marketing materials. And, um, you know, I've always just associated it with these types of things, but never really looked too deeply into it. But in fact, um, the one eye symbolism actually is going back to very ancient times of Egypt. In the version of the myth, it talks about Horus, who gouged out his own eye as a sacrifice in hopes of bringing his father, Osiris, back to life. Now, Osiris was synonymous with evil and disorder. So we're talking about a sacrifice to evil and disorder. And so there's one thing. Um, if you guys have that poster, um, I believe it has the two hands on there as well. And so you see, um, I'm just looking through the things as they pop up and see if I can see them. But so um, the sacrifice to Osiris to remain king, there it is right there. So we can zoom in on that one. This was one of the posters um, that was promoting the show. And so take a look at these these eyeballs here, which is pretty random if you think about it, until you know that it has to do with the sacrifice to the underworld. But take a look at those hands. You see the hands there with the eyeballs in the middle? Now, wow. how odd is that? Um, wow. This was the opening, by the way, which is like a fallen angel on fire or the phoenix. OK, now, look, this is as the stage open. Look at the eyeball behind Travis Scott there. This is the first thing that the viewers see this huge, eerie eyeball in basically a pit of hell. I mean, does that not look like the caves of hell? And the and the sacrifice of the eyeball that we know now is related to, yeah. to pagan mythology says it all. So there again is another scene where you see them all over the caves with these eyes looking everywhere, right? Yeah. Here's the crazy part. This was, you know, an Egyptian myth that they're reliving and they're giving homage to their god of the underworld. But... Here's the crazy part about the hands with the eyeball in the middle that you saw there briefly. Now, remember, this is a promotional poster going out to kids <laughs> to watch yeah. this thing. Okay. Right. So there is an actual movie called Pan's Labyrinth. And within that movie, there was a character called Pale Man. Now, Pale Man was none of, there it is right there. So are you guys able to see that? Mm -hmm. This is the character from the movie, Pan's Labyrinth, okay? That is the image, the image of the hands with the eyeball in the middle. That monster right there basically survived by eating children. Okay? Excuse me, Dana. 
You said survives by eating children? The, the character Pale Man within that movie, if you want to pause it really quick, the character Pale Man within that movie was a monster that ate children. And here we have the marketing material of the concert with that very thing right on the front. Now, as a marketing and branding person myself, um, I just can't look at an object like that and think of any good reason to do it that's not weird. Yeah. yeah. And parents, you would think, Dana, I mean, there was kids as young as, uh, well, nine years old, the, young, the, uh, the little girl who died, nine years old, but I'm sure kids younger, you know, parents, they don't get a, they don't have a clue on this, do they? It's almost like they're under some kind of spell. Ooh. Did I say spell? It is sorcery. It's I said spell, didn't I? When we come back, I'm going to be talking to Dana about signs and symbols. And are there spells? Could there be a chance that Travis Scott and everyone there was under a spell? When we come back, we're talking about satanic ritual abuse global now. We'll be right back. In these last days, there will be perilous times. People will worship false gods, lying signs and wonders. Bibles will be taken out of schools. As the Antichrist arises, Christians will be persecuted. But now, God's people have awakened. David Hevner Investigates is proud to bring you End Times Investigations. A new DVD series containing over eight hours of interviews, commentaries, and teaching on Illuminati and the New World Order, Satanism, miracles and healings, the Antichrist, and one world religion. David interviews some of the top experts in their field. Hi, I'm David Hevener, and I'm proud to bring you this brand new DVD collection, End Times Investigations. David reveals how the media is working hand in hand with the Antichrist system. Order now and receive this special DVD collection. Equip yourself and your family. Text bonus to 41444 or davidhevner.tv slash order. Call toll free 844-806-0006. Text bonus to 41444 or davidhevner.tv slash order. Call toll free 844-806-0006. Everybody, David Hevner back with you. What are we talking about? We're talking about something that you need to hear. You need to call someone right now and say, tune into this. Folks, it's so important. This is worldwide. We're talking about how the Antichrist is operating in these last days. And how is he doing it? He's doing it through finance. He's doing it through, well, uh, through culture. He's doing it through entertainment. And that's what we're talking about right now. I have Dana Ashley with me. She has investigated the Travis Scott uh, concert. What was going on there? Why did so many people get trampled? And why did so many people die? And why were so many people sick? And it wasn't just because of what appeared to be. This is a spiritual movement. Dana, um, you were talking about the movie uh, with the, where the man, uh, I guess he devours children. Go ahead and, and finish that out, and then we'll get to the spells in just a moment. 
Yeah, so we're talking about the marketing material for the Travis Scott concert in plain sight, as Satan loves to do. It's a form of disclosure, isn't it? Because then he can say, I told you so, and we did it anyway, right? So the marketing material um, contained the hands with the eyeballs in the middle. Now you're seeing on the screen now the character that this was based from. Pan's Labyrinth had a character called Pale Man. He basically his superpower was eating children. So there you have the sacrifice. Now the producers of the movie admit that this character was actually based on a painting called Saturn devouring his son, which you see here. Now Saturn is the ancient, ancient God with the lowercase g that these people are actually worshiping. So this is what it really boils down to. So it's all about Saturnian pagan worship where they are sacrificing to their god to get the power that they want so here's the painting of um, saturn devouring his son you often see the god of saturn with the sky um, if he's not having a child that he's eating in the moment and so yeah it's just it's it's in front of people's face okay but they so, don't know. so yeah they don't, so they dana don't let me it. let me just kind of uh summarize this a, a little bit so this concert travis scott rapper travis scott in houston texas what you're saying is is his promoters or him or whoever's behind it they told everyone what this was really going to be by the promotional materials it was almost in your face it was the signs and symbols of these posters you're showing us but yet people did not understand it or they didn't pay attention or they don't care and so therefore he was able to carry out this this uh, satanic uh, form, this ritual, because the concert uh, was a ritual and he actually advertised it as such. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's the thing. And this has gone on for a long time. But I think what makes this one different is that, in fact, the sacrifice happened while we were watching and it's just sick. But the thing is that, David, there's so many more besides that. I showed you one example. This yeah. thing just goes on and on. If maybe we can find the image um, that Travis Scott himself wore on his shirt, he basically wore a shirt. If you can zoom into that, um, basically what you see there is a human form and the blue man on the left side is going through a plane, a plane of, of existence. And I say that because there are other hints to the same thing. But look, just on the right of that plane, you see that it turned red and it now has horns. So while yes. these kids are in this audience, unable to breathe for more reasons than just trampling on, which we can get into later, like I said, but yes, while yes. they're there, unable to breathe, furthermore, there was a there was an actual scene of hell. The stage was like red, burning fire, hell, and and there was an actual portal inside of it. So in the bottom of the portal before the show started, can you only imagine what it said? And I think you have an image of that in there somewhere. But basically, it says in plain sight, see you on the other side. This is what. Wow. This is, yes. They're giving you every warning right there. Wow. Do, do you think, Dana, um, that Travis Scott was under a spell? Do you think he was understanding what was going on here? Or do you think he was just being used? I mean, What's your thoughts on that? So there is a video that we won't be able to hear the sound of, but you can actually clearly see that he, I, I believe this is the one right here. So 
he sees an ambulance in the audience. He basically stops the show for a minute and said, what's going on here? Then some other kids come up on stage and try to tell him, wait, you know, people are dying down there, basically. And what does he do? There's no music here. If you actually want to back it up a little bit and play what he says, because this is chilling. There's no music here. Uh, he says, he says, if you're okay, put your middle, middle finger to the sky. Yeah. 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 So, we can just, yeah. Let, let, it's okay. This is what well, he says. Okay. Yeah. But there's no music there. I'm just letting you know. He basically tells the kids, if you want to keep going in spite of the death that's happening everywhere, put your middle finger to the sky. And we will carry on. And that is precisely what he did. And then he says, I'm going to make the ground shake. And the portal starts spinning again. And I tell you, it, I, I broke down crying because it was yeah. so spiritually wicked. I couldn't believe it. So now we're talking about signs and symbols. What is middle finger toward the sky? What, what could that possibly mean? <laughs> well, you know what that means, and I know what that means, but that's a satanic, I mean, that, that's just a satanic gesture, you know. Um, so, Dane, are you with me there? Yeah, just plugging something in really fast. Okay, all right. So, we're talking to Dana Ashley, and while she's plugging something in, we're going to go to... Um, to Last Evangelist. Uh, Spencer, let's show lastevangelist.com. We are so excited right now to release um, the, this first episode of Last Evangelist. It's called Legalize Jesus. And I want you to go there right now. I want you to help. Pray. First of all, pray for us. But then if God leads, please donate. All right. We're doing a campaign for the next couple of months to raise money to do the marketing on this because we finished the first episode of Last Evangelist. And now is the time to actually go and help us. You can get all these perks, T-shirts. You can be a producer. You can be in the uh, TV series. And for those of you that have already donated and you still want to be in it, you need to email me at david at because we have one more scene to shoot. I can still get you in it. So if you've donated in the past and whatever perk you get, you email me. Tell me what you donated. Tell me what perk I'm talking about in the past. If you do it now, I'm going to have a record of it, okay? So here's what I want to do. I want to probably bring Dana back on. I am going to play for you the promo, the three-minute clip of Last Evangelist. For the first time, I'm airing it on this show, and I'm airing it to the audience, okay? Spencer, do we have that promo that we can put up? Last Evangelist, here we go. Let's take a look. Hello, friends. Dr. Amy Adams here, your specialized physician, here to tell you about the T1744. Better known as your insertion. What's the situation on my apprehended a total of 13 for cooperating. And most any other weapons? Just a Bible. Jordan, it's okay to do whatever they say. Open fire! Open fire! 
think you had a reaction to your second vaccine, John? This is the TI-714. And everyone's taking I mean, the conspiracy theorists refuse. The result's been horrific, John. No one will hire them. Some people have developed an unusual reaction, such as aggression and disoriented behavior. They can't buy food, clothing, medicine, nothing. evangelist um folks this is i just played you a clip of the first episode please go to lastevangelist.com and uh, consider donating we need it for your marketing and for episode two also you can text the word evangelist to 41444 please um get involved it's the only way we're going to get this out to the people they need to hear the truth uh, we're talking to dana ashley dana we just played a clip on last evangelist and i know that's not exactly what we've been talking about tonight but we talked about in this clip that we just saw that uh, they closed down the churches, that uh, there was reaction to this right here, and uh, this guy was going to go out and do something about it. Um, do you think that we all are last evangelists? Do you think we all need to watch a series like this and take it to heart and, be, and get up on our, like you're doing, and get up and do something, we as Christians? Well, we know that Satan is the power of the air, right? And he has taken over the radio frequencies, the music and film and video industries since the beginning. And so any kind of content that we have that is shining the light on truth, shining the light of the only answer out of this, what is more important than that, in my opinion? So but we all have different roles for, for the body of Christ. So, but, uh, Absolutely. And yours, I can tell you, is to take something and dissect it and turn it upside down and shake it until everything falls out of it. And God's given you the ability to 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 explain things and to show things to where we as God's children understand what's really happening. And tonight we're talking about rapper Travis Scott concert. Uh, Dana, 
we're talking about what happened at that concert. Now, please talk to me about signs and symbols. They're putting in our face these, what are some of these signs, signs and symbols? So we were just talking about the fact that he's wearing a shirt that openly admits that the mm -hmm. people watching are going to go from one plane to the next. We're talking about that they're showing before the kids go into the show, see you on the other side. Well, what other side are they talking about if they're not talking about the spiritual side? And that's the thing. He's a liar. And he, he sells us things that are beautiful and exciting. And what's crazy is that really nothing's never nothing has changed since ancient times. We think, oh, my gosh, I would never bend down and, you know, bow down and worship something. But how many young people know that the word worship merely means to revere greatly? I mean, how many of these kids are revering greatly more than God, for sure, but maybe even more than their parents, more than their own lives, obviously. So the worship is going on. And there was nothing that upset our father more than to have things put before him. And it's, we've become so desensitized to it. And speaking of signs, and you just said, turn it upside down. So there were so many of these, David. They were literally riddled all over the place. The stage itself, I'm not sure if you have, a, you probably don't have a picture of this, but there was an actual upside down cross that leaked into that stage that was the vortex into hell where it said, see you on the other side. There wow. was the fact that the date of the show just happened to be 666 months and six days from the formation of the Church of Satan itself. Travis Scott's birthday was also the same date, April 30th, the date that the Church of Satan was formed. Some of these things can't be planned because Satan's a long-term planner too. You know right. what I mean? Right, so, right. There were just so many of these. It's it's the sad part in my mind, but also, the again, the, the silver lining is that these kids just think it's art. You know, get over it. It's just art. Right. But right. the beautiful thing about this and what I would love for the your listeners that are believers to pray that that this video that I make and this content that's coming out about this will that the, the Holy Spirit will take this this event intended for evil. And my goodness, 10 people, the, a nine year old boy lost his life last night, made the 10th person. This was an actual sacrifice. What's what Satan meant for bad. God is turning around for good because I'm telling you, there are thousands and thousands of kids that are coming out and they are like, whoa, what did what just happened? That was not OK. I think we may have a video of that in there somewhere, but they're talking about this. And this um, is a good thing. Dana, I want you guys listen. I want you to go subscribe to Dana's channel. Dana, <clears throat> what is your channel there? that they can go subscribe to. Yeah, same as my name, Dana Ashley, D-A-N-A-A-S-H-L-I-E. Okay. On YouTube, yeah. And do you have a website? Um, I am building MissDanaAshley.com right now. Um, and I okay. also have a backup channel because, you know, with the censorship, I've yeah. got uh, Dana Ashley 2, T-O-O on YouTube as well. Okay. And we're working to get you on Roku. I want you on Roku and Apple because everything you do has to be told. So I want you on David Hebner TV. That's what I'm praying for. And we're talking about that. Love uh, it. So, so Dana, um, we're not going to take a commercial break because you're on and you have such valuable information to share. Um, before, though, we go on with this, and I say we're not going to take a commercial break, but I want to tell everybody, and you know about this, this DVD, it's the End Times Investigation. I've got all my friends on there. With I have Russ Dizdar, 
uh, the late Russ Dizdar. I have uh, Mike Spaulding. I've got Lisa Haven. Uh, I've got uh, Stephen Bancars. And we talk about the things that Dana and I are talking about. We talk about Satanism, demonic powers, Illuminati, the New World Order, Antichrist, how he's moving today. Eight hours, folks. I want you to get this and give it to somebody, even if you... Uh, it's stuff you're not going to see on this channel, and it's stuff that's been quite frankly, censored. I want you to uh, text the word chosen to 91999 or go to TV forward slash order, or you can call 844-806-0006. Dana, talk to me about um, what, about the concert itself. You talked about people in the audience that were having heart attacks and having health issues. What was causing this was it just because they were squished together with people? What was behind all these other ailments going on at this concert? Are we underground yet? <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? We're going to save that. that okay. Yeah. Earmark that. Don't answer it. We're going to go underground with that, folks. So we're not going to talk about it right now. Thank you. But um, we could talk about the concert for those people who still aren't convinced that, yes, this was the satanic ritual. Let's take a look at a few more of the disclosures that they made. Okay. There is um, along the lines of the, you remember I was telling you about the worship of Saturn, right? And the Saturn death cult. So during the time of the Greeks, it was Saturn. And then it became Kronos with the Romans. And then in our Bible, we are talked, we hear people talking about Molech and Baal. And the imagery that you see from Molech is often this fiery, uh, metal temple with the, the fire inside and they put their babies on the grate, right? Or a very large um, open mouth um, image of them walking through the mouths. I think you can see here an image of, a, this was a scene actually from a movie that they made um, talking about Moloch in the early 1900s. Um, so what's really eerie is the gates of the world itself featured Travis Scott, the same thing. You have people walking through this open mouth. I mean, what on earth? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, uh, yeah. Person, this is not a good idea. Unless no. there's something else going on. Yeah. Dana, excuse me. I've got to stop you there. What in the world is this all about? This, when I saw this, put that back up there, Spencer, if you would. Travis, this big head of, of, of Travis. Um, and, uh, and this child right here was the one who died. This nine-year-old boy right here. And, and people think, well, oh, this is for adults or young adults. No. In fact, this Travis Scott, and I, I forwarded you some pictures of McDonald's Happy Meals with Travis Scott merchandise all over them. They have, uh, and I, I think that they're probably disappointed that more children didn't die, if you want to know the truth of what I think of the matter. But um, Fortnite, very popular game, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old boys. Travis Scott totally promoting that right? So they've done their best to get the babies, the young, the super young and innocent roped into this demonic ritual. And this poor kid right here, um, God bless his family. His name uh, was Ezra and yeah. um, he succumbed to last night. Um, totally. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Nine years old, baby, a baby. Yeah. And, and you know what, Dana, we're praying for the families of each and every victim. Let's not Let's make that the number one priority of this show and of this time together as we go Amen. into this prayer time soon, is that we're praying for the, for the families of the victims, the friends, the ones that are hurting right now. 
we're praying for their comfort, but we're also praying for an enlightenment so someone can hear and see something and see what is going on. If they don't even believe it, at least it's enough to investigate it and check it out. So my question is, Dana, this picture with his mouth open, these people coming out, what's that symbolic of people? Why would they create a head of Travis Scott with his mouth open? People, what's behind that? Well, like you said earlier, they have all these rituals where they've been admitting all of these things for so long. I can't help but think that in the spiritual realm that Satan has to admit what he's doing because yeah. it really doesn't make sense otherwise. Right. This is not a good marketing. This is not a good look. <laughs> and, right. and neither is um, just the purely demonic um, imagery that we see with the hands and the eyes. And that that's just it's repulsive, in fact. But right. um, yeah, so I think that because um, this is a spiritual war, um, there's a certain amount of disclosure that has to happen yeah. so that the dark side can say, I told them. I told right. them so. Right. And so, Dana, before we take a break to go underground, um, one last question, one last comment. Um, what can people do that are listening to us right now and they're hearing this information for the first time okay and they're saying i can't believe this i i even christians dana i get emails from christians saying please tell me where in the bible it talks about god doesn't like sorcery whatever and i want to read something and then i want to get your comment on this um deuteronomy 18 9 through 12 uh, put that up, uh, the NIV version, Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12, uh, Spencer. And then I'm going to have Dana close us out with her thoughts on this and exactly what we can do. This is a cult practice. It's when you enter the land of the Lord your God has given you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcrafts, or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spirit, spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord because of these same detestable practices. The Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. Dana, it can't be any more clear than that. Um, what can people do that are hearing this for the first time, that are in shock? What is it? What can they do? I'll be the first to admit, I do not like thinking about, much less speaking about celebrities, okay? Because I've known for a while, like, what they're up to. But not all people have that discernment or knowledge. And what did... The Bible said, my people die for lack of what? It's the knowledge of the good and evil that people are missing. Yeah. So the, the big reason why I felt led to dive so deep into this, and in my video, it's not catering to, the, to preaching to the choir, just so you know. Right. This video that I'm making, it actually is talking to the young who would argue with me and just say, oh, don't be such a, you know, don't be such a square. It's, it's art. You know, it's just art. They don't mean anything by it. I'm right. talking to those people. And I'm, and I, what I would, what I would ask your audience, because you do have an audience of believers that, that they would pray that this video, because no one can hear anything. You can say the same story to one person on one day, their eyes glaze over. You can say the next day and, and God opens their ears and their hearts and they hear it. And so I would just ask that we pray for the eyes, ears, and hearts of people 
to be softened through this tragedy and for this video that I'm making to be able to actually touch the young because God mourns for the loss of the young that are so deceived. It's, you know, Satan isn't an ugly red dude with horns. He's beautiful and he's intelligent and his music is catchy and we, we get sucked into it, right? And so people don't want to let go of those things, but we have to pray against them and we meet people where they are. Sometimes you can only drop a seed for someone and you can say, ah, you know, just I, my general rule is let Holy Spirit do the talking, you know, with each person, you just take it to where they are. But good yeah. news is God is moving through this. There are many, many kids that are waking up and that is the best news ever. Praise God. You mentioned that at the beginning of the show, and I want to close on that, that the eyes of the children, Dana, are actually waking up. Maybe it's going to be the eyes of the children that wake up before the, before the older people wake up, right? And also, as we pray tonight, I'm going to pray an anointing over that video you're releasing tomorrow on your channel. Uh, folks, go to Dana Ashley on YouTube, and you'll be able to check it out when she releases it tomorrow. Of course, you can always go to davidhebner.tv, and you can hear the things we're talking about, too. But I want you to go and subscribe to her channel. Uh, Dana, um, you're going to stay with us. We're going underground in about 10 minutes, and we're going to talk about things that we couldn't talk about now. We're going to play things we couldn't play. Um, I asked you a question about um, the heart attacks and about the ailments in the crowd. You said, David, can we save that for, for underground, which means that's very sensitive, right? That's um, it. What else are we going to talk about when we go underground real quick? We have about 15 seconds uh, without giving it away. What are some of the other highlights we're going to talk about underground? Uh, well, I think that this is a pretty big deal because it covers a couple of the different weapons of the enemy. We'll just call it that, that many of okay. us are dealing with but don't know. Uh, okay, good. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Dana, thank you so much. God bless you, and I'll see you, you uh, at the top of the hour in okay. about 10 minutes. All right, okay. see you soon. Dana Ashley, an amazing warrior uh, for Christ. Um, I, I just, she's just great. I love her. She's just great. Okay, she's going to be with us underground. Go to davidhebner.tv. Sign up right now so you can go with us underground so we can give you this information, folks, and not just give it to you, but so you can. We make disciples that make disciples. You can tell other people about what is really going on, okay? And I'm going to bring on my lovely wife, Shanita. Um, we have some praise reports and some prayer requests if she's in the room. Um, I'm not sure if she's in the Do we have, do we have, uh, we have Shanita, we have Pastor Spalding in the room too, don't we? Yeah, Mike's in the room. Okay, I'm going to um, uh, bring in uh, Pastor Spalding uh, right after Shanita. But Shanita, we have some praise reports before we go into prayer requests. What are those praise reports? I really want to thank God for Dana. Thank you for all the work that you've invested, and I appreciate your heart. Thank you so much. And I am praising God this week for our volunteers. You're putting in a lot of hours and using your creativity, and we really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And Angie shared a miracle. Well, she shared that God gave her a miracle today, but she, she wouldn't tell me what it was yet. So hopefully next week I'll have some more details for you on how God's at work. And... We are praying tonight for um, Jimmy and Sandy, for Deborah's nephew, Tom, for um, Steve, for Rose, for Joyce, for Daryl, for Natalie, for Lauren, for Ruby, Jacqueline, Alicia. We're 
praising God for Brent's belief that God can resurrect Andres. He was in a car accident and uh, along with his wife. So we're praying for their three children, ages five, nine, and 11. And we're praying for Barbara's mom, for Cynthia and her baby, Alejandra Sunny, for Stephanie, Dylan, and their children, and for a Desert Storm combat veteran, for the salvation of, um, of one of our viewers' daughters, her husband, their children. Um, this says, please pray for my family members who entertain demons. Pray that they will be saved. And Cindy says, pray for my mom. And Heather says, pray for my family. And one of our viewers says, pray that my job interview goes well Wednesday. And Julie says, pray for my complete healing. So we are praying for all of you. And we thank each of you for your prayers for us. We love you. Yeah, thank you, Shanita. I have some news I need to share with you all. And I have some questions for God. Um, I want to bring Pastor Mike on. Pastor, you there? Pastor Mike? Hi, David. Hey, buddy. I have a question for you. I want to share some uh, heartbreaking, a heartbreaking story with you and to everyone listening out there. Uh, as you know, we do some missionary work in, in Central America, and we're very close to Mennonites there, the Mennonite community, which is kind of like the Amish community. I love the people. I just love them. They're just such wonderful people. But they were on their way home from the airport last uh, three or four days ago, a family, a whole family, and a car went over into their lane and had a head-on collision, a pastor, and it took the lives of a young couple that had three children. Um, the, the man, the father's name was Andreas, and the mother, her name was Marta. They have three children, uh, Braden, 11, uh, I think it's uh, Ranisha, Ranisha, nine years old, and Chrysaline five. These children, it just breaks my heart, I'm sorry. But these children are gonna grow up without their mother and father. And they were on life support for two days. And I asked God, I said, God, please, please save the life of these young parents because they have children. Please, God, I cried out. And they went on to be with the Lord. They, they disconnected their, um, they, um, that machine that they have on them. And it just broke my heart when I heard the news, Pastor. And I don't understand it. I prayed so hard for this young man and woman that had these three children. I said, God, please let them live. Let them live. But it didn't happen. And here's my question. Why? Why does this happen? I mean, it's confusing. And I know, look, I'm a pastor. You're a pastor. And I'm sure you, you ask these questions too, I guess. But in our weakness, we don't understand the things of God. But, and there's others listening to me that's gone through maybe the same thing, that's asking the same question. Can you give us some scripture or some words or enlightenment on why something like this would happen? Yeah, so that's this kind of a situation, David, is is probably the toughest that family, certainly pastors, counselors face because of uh, 
well, the emotion and, and all of the variables uh, involved. And it's, it's, it just doesn't seem to be enough, even though I've said this before many times, it, it doesn't seem to be enough to remind, especially when you're dealing with children, that we live in a fallen world, that sin has consequences, and that God has never promised to protect any of us, regardless of, of our particular circumstances, our story, what we do in ministry for him. There is no promise that, that, that God will, will be a shield for us against any potential things that might happen. Okay. And it's, it's, it's very difficult to, and, and, and I try not to give people just, you know, slogans and, and, and right. because those ring hollow, those, those don't help. Yeah. But what I do pray for, just like you, I pray for God's presence to be with that family and with those children in such a way that go beyond any words that I might be able to speak. I ask God certainly to give me words to speak to the children and to the family not for myself, but from him. But I pray even more than that for his presence to be there because his comfort and his presence don't need words. Yeah. And, Amen. And, 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 and that's going to mean more to those, those grieving children, that grieving community. Yeah. And I, I know uh, we have Mennonites in our area. They're a very close knit community. Yeah. They'll come together and they'll support those children. Yeah. But in the meantime, that hurt that pain, yeah. that sadness, it, right. your presence and, and, and especially the Lord's presence are going to, mm -hmm. it's going to fill that gap, brother. Yeah. And, and plus it could be that God uses this for the good, meaning the children are raised by a family or a group of people that are going to instill in these children. Not that the parents wouldn't, that's not what I'm saying, but something happens because of this, that the children come closer to God the children uh, understand the things of the Lord. You know, I'm just, again, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, you know what I'm saying? That, that's one of the things yes. you hope for, right? Um, yes, yes. Wow. Yes. You, you know, yes. if you could sometimes, because I know you do stuff exclusively for David Havner TV, which I really appreciate that, but could you do something sometime, even if just a one video, on why does God take good people home too soon? Like, mm. I, I don't want to put you on yeah. the spot. I know it's a hard thing, but... I'm tell you, we've lost so many people and we've just asked all these questions. And I think people out there are hurting. I know I've gotten hundreds of emails of people yes. questioning, why does God take good people home too soon? Um, yes. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I will certainly consider doing that, David. That's a, that's a great, great idea. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. I really appreciate God bless you. God You're bless very you. welcome. Appreciate it's, you, brother. Stay with us for Underground. I want to get your take on Dana and the, uh, the Travis Scott uh, thing. If you can stay with us, I'd appreciate it. Okay, right. certainly will. Sure. Uh, Pastor Mike, he's got a, a, a series right now exclusively on David Hevener uh, TV uh, on uh, the Mark of the Beast. Go check it out. Uh, right now, sign up for davidhevener.tv so you can go with us Underground. We're going in a few minutes. Uh, we're going to be talking to Dana Ashley, and we're going to talk about things we normally couldn't talk about. Let's pray. Let's, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for your word that's been spoken here tonight. 
you knew exactly what needed to be said. I thank you for each and every person here. It's not by accident, it's by appointment. Every person that's listened and, and, uh, to my voice and has seen a visual of us, it's not by accident. We thank you, Lord, for bringing each and every person here. I'm praying right now for the families of all the victims and the friends that were taken in this Travis Scott concert. I'm praying for the, the comfort to the families. But I'm also praying for an awakening, for an enlightenment of the people to see if and what is, there is anything going on. I'm praying for this young family I talked about earlier. Young Mennonite, mom and dad, they've been taken. You brought, took them home with you, Lord. I'm praying for those children that you will comfort and guide them and for the hurting family and friends. Praying for every person that Shanita mentioned. I'm praying for uh, Dana's video she'll be releasing. I'm praying for this broadcast. I'm praying for the, the, all the prayer warriors who've been praying for us. And right now, there's a family out there that is hurting, just got some news about some sickness. I'm asking for a comfort over that family that got the news on this sickness of a family member. I'm praying for each and every baby out there that's in jeopardy of Satan taking those children through abortion. I'm praying against that, the demons of child sacrifice. I'm praying for the children being kidnapped, children that are caught up in human trafficking, children being abused. I'm asking supernaturally, Father, you'll intervene. There'll be a supernatural barrier between them and the abuser. The abuser must leave. Satan, you have no right to our children. You are gone in Jesus' name. I'm praying for each and every child out there. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I want to thank you guys. Please consider supporting the ministry. Please. The only way we can keep going is with your prayers and your financial support. Uh, text the word CHOSEN to 91999 or go to davidheavener.tv um, and you can uh, uh, forward slash um, uh, order and you can get t-shirts, whatever, or just give a donation. Consider becoming a monthly partner. Hey, don't forget about lastevangelist.com. Go and support the new TV series that's coming out. We need your help for the marketing and episode two. Uh, or you can text the word uh, evangelist to 41444. We're going underground. I want to thank you for being with me uh, tonight on this segment. Please sign up for davidheavener.tv. Go with us underground. Um, but until next week, just remember, you've never really lived until you found someone worth dying for, giving your life for. That's Jesus. I love you guys. See you next week.